All right, everybody, we got 10 minutes here with Mr. Ryan Muckinern to talk about the, not 308, even though if you're watching, there's a 308 right in front of us, but the 243, correct? Correct. Winchestershire, is that That's one, correct. one of theirs? Yeah. Uh, and actually, I was, I was about to move this because I said we don't want to confuse people, this 308 right in front of us, but Ryan had mentioned that the 243 actually comes from the 308. It does. Interesting. And, and how'd that work out? You know, um, the 50s and 60s were an amazing time for metallic cartridges because that's when people started wildcatting or taking existent cases, whether they were military surplus and turning them into new calibers or taking new calibers and making them into newer calibers. Still pretty popular to this day. I would argue that any living ballistician or uh, shooting buff who was around in that time would say that it was the heyday. Uh, so inevitably, I'm certain somebody looked at that 308 case and said that would look really good with a smaller bullet in it, and I bet it would go really fast and shoot probably pretty good too. That always seems to be the case. It's yeah. like every time somebody's like, oh, you take this and you neck it down, it's better. That, Sometimes. That's what it seems like. I mean, better subjective. Uh, let's give some credit where the credit is due. The 308 Winchester is an amazing cartridge and has, has been so since its introduction. And its spawn have all been really wonderful, too. I don't know of a 308 based cartridge that I don't like. And 308's had some good kids. It has, yeah. It's good stock, you know. It's good stock. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you wanted to talk about the 243 because we brought up, you know, having a 10 minute talk just about a certain cartridge. Mm-hmm. And your reasoning was that you felt the 243 doesn't get enough love. It doesn't. Is that because, is that because the 243, is that because of its name? I got to ask you this because I've noticed things that, you know, any anything that's measured in like standard, like, or that could be measured in standard, like let's say MOA, for example, people are starting to get on this MRAD thing. Yeah, it's the yeah. cool new thing, you know, metrics so much better, even though there's not really a great correlation between MRAD and metric. But, uh, you know, it's like, oh, all these 0.1 systems. And now you have the six millimeters, the 6.5 millimeters, the seven millimeters, all that stuff. Yep. 243 is... Basically like a six millimeter? It is a six millimeter. It is a six millimeter. It is. It is the, the standard measurement of the metric version. Do so, people look at it kind of like the hillbilly six millimeter just because it's in standard? Now they do, it seems, it, which what is interesting. Heck? You bring up a really good point. Um, for a long time, Americans never adopted metrics, like period, the end, with the exception of like the seven millimeter Remington Magnum. That cartridge was introduced. It took off. Everybody loved it. It was the only metric that ever made it. Remington also had a, a counter or like a counter to the 243 Winchester. It was called the six millimeter Remington. It was doomed for failure, unfortunately, out of the gate because Remington had twisted it to be like a varmint cartridge, not like a big game or varmint cartridge. But wasn't the 260, didn't that happen to the two or the 65 or something? Yeah. So that was a little, yeah, the twisting thing was the same thing that happened to the 260, but now the 260 is gaining popularity again. Yes. But there has been this interesting reversal in popularity and to your point, especially with the long range community. And I don't know if it's semantics or if it's just happenstance. Metrics now are coming back over standards, and I don't get it. Well, I shoot MRED, so I got to shoot a metric cartridge. That's something. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so the 243, yeah. what's great about it? What do you use it for? What's what's the thing? A, a few things. Oh, actually, a lot of things. I've used 243 for coyotes and foxes, um, prairie dogs, and targets. I've mm-hmm. taken antelope. I've taken whitetail. I've taken mule deer. It is an extremely versatile cartridge. And so it, it's got to be, is it a little bit on the smaller side? It is, yeah. It, it's the Because I guess you said it's a smaller bolt in the 308. It is, yep. So it's a 6 millimeter as opposed to just over a 7.5 when compared to a 308 at 7.62. 
when we look at weights, though, a 243 is propelling like a 90 to 110 grain bullet on average. And I'd say that 100 grain is kind of that sweet spot for big game. Whereas a 308 can, you know, easily push 165, 168, 175 grain projectile. So there's a considerable mass difference between the two bullets. Mm -hmm. But if you make the right bullet selection, I think a 243 is a really, really capable cartridge. And it's, I think, been kind of deemed a a kid's or a, a lady's or a beginner's cartridge because of its mild mannerisms. But I think that's what's so attractive to the cartridge. Or, or, or of the cartridge for me, because it is so easy to shoot. Um, mm. You can shoot a lot and not get fatigued, and it's it's easy to control and, and wrap your hands around and not let get away from you. Whereas going to the range with a three hundred eight and belting out 40 to 60 rounds in a practice session or in a low development session is fatiguing. It wears you down. Um, and for that, I love the two forty three. Uh, it's flatter shooting than the three hundred eight by a, a considerable margin. And, you know, America's favorite cartridge right now, the 6.5 Creedmoor. If you look at the two on The Prom paper, King. Yeah, the Prom King. Quote again. That's good. Love the cartridge. If you look at the two, this, the 243 Winchester and the 6.5 Creedmoor, they're really ballistically very similar, even to five and 600 yards. And when we're talking about hunting game, that's as far as I'm willing to push that envelope. Like myself, mm-hmm. that starts to cross the lines of, of uh, and boundaries of ethical for my skill set. So, you know, when I'm measuring a cartridge and its effectiveness on game, I'm, I'm drawing that line at like five or 600 yards. Okay. Um, and so the 243, the 6.5 Creedmoor, the 308, all that, 243 falls really nicely in that, that same kind of category of drop as like the 6.5 Creedmoor would. Really? Yeah. So are you talking in terms of just like so mostly ballistically? Yeah. I, there's got to be differences in energy down yeah. there at that yeah. range and everything. But. The, the Creedmoor is going to carry it um, just because it has bullet weight going for it. Um, and, you know, weight and, and velocity make energy. So put the two together, the, the 243 is going to fall a little short of the 6.5 Creedmoor. But it's still well within the, the boundaries of reason for hunting like a, a medium-sized animal, like a, a whitetail or an antelope or something, out to that that distance. That's yeah. as far as I'd go with the proper bullet selection on really anything, even if I'm shooting my big 30s. So it certainly fills a gap. I actually have a hunting partner. He shot a two i I've hunted with him for, gosh, uh, probably six years now. And he shot a two forty three since he was like a little fella. Um, and he's probably in his early 20s now. And he still shoots the same Howa 1500 243. Hmm. Um, and I have watched him take antelope at the outsides of 300 yards. He's taken mule deer with him. It's a great cartridge. It's all about bullet placement, bullet selection. Yeah. And that's why I still own 243s to this day. How about uh, long-range capability on targets? So let's say you're going out yeah. to shoot out to, I mean, is it a grand capable? Absolutely. Piano? Absolutely. Really? Yep. With the right bullet. Um, we still got to look at that parent case being the 308 and think about some of the long range cartridges it has spawned, like the 260 Remington. Well, the 243 is very similar. Our kind of conversation piece is the 260 is to 6.5 Creedmoor, the 243 is to 6 Creedmoor. So, with a, a 110 or 105 or 115 grain ELD or VLD style bullet, enormously capable. Anything, huh. anything you could do. With any of the match sixes and six fives, you can certainly do with the 243 Winchester, and it's been around since 1955. You're making me really kind of want one. It's a good round. More and more now. It's a good round. I'm, I'm starting to wonder, should I have gotten my BLR in 243 instead of 308? No, I think you should have kept that one 308. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did, so. You can get I a BLR in 243, though. You can, yep. and it's pretty cool yep. to take down light. Yep. That'd good be, antelope That'd round. be sweet. 
Okay, I don't know if this is if this question makes sense, but if you had a choice between the six millimeter and the two forty three, would you? Is there even like? Is it kind of a toss up, or is there a choice there? I mean, there you can get really nitpicky with the ballistics um, on these things, and you can look at cartridge characteristics and and. Because like, what is the difference? I guess really, they're it's basically the same. It's case shape and length, and how they handle longer bullets. Um, so without getting too deep into the weeds, the Creedmoor cartridges are based on the 30TC cartridge. It's like a slightly shorter, square, perhaps more efficient version of the 308 case. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get by shooting a longer bullet with the same overall cartridge length, which means it fits the same magazines, which means you're not losing energy and velocity because it's a more efficient design. We're not stuffing the bullet so deep into the case. So okay. 243s, you're going to eat up a little bit of case capacity with just seating your bullet, unless you seat your bullets long and you've got the magazine length and actions to do it. For me personally, as a, as a hand loader and as somebody who's owned 243s since well, I'm 31 tomorrow, so since I was 16, I would not choose the 6mm Creedmoor over the 243 because I'm very well established with it. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Now that's a way to bring it in with twenty seconds left. I feel like, oh, I feel like the questions are going to stream in, but I hope they Throw do. Throw them at me. Just out of curiosity, too, for you folks out there listening to these ten minute talks, what did you think about us just chatting for ten minutes about a cartridge? We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts on that, and if there are any other cartridges that you'd want us to dive deeper on. For example, this one in this case, Mister Muckenhern said he really wanted to talk about the two forty three and show it a little love. So that's what we did. But let us know what you want to hear about and. Uh, Maybe we can make it happen. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you next time. See ya.